Hi, this is Linda Burton. And this is Joseph Burton. With Fighting to Stay Married. Today's topic is about the wedding vows. Um, and it's a little bit different than what we normally hear. The wedding vows are said when we get married, and there may be pre-marriage counseling on it, uh, trying to explain to you what the marriage vows is all about. But to me, in my opinion, I don't think those, red, those the wedding vows, they come at a time, or let me say it like this, when is the most important part of the wedding vows? What do you mean? Is it at the time of the wedding, or does it come much later, like the, the year mark, or the five-year mark, or the seven-year mark, or the 15-year mark? To me, that's the most important part of the wedding vows. You mean as the words that we say, or the actions that we take? Well, it's about remember. It's about the vows that you took, like because you hear the words, but you don't get a chance to you don't get a chance to exercise those words. I feel until much later. So it's the commitment that we say in front of our friends and our family and the pastor, whoever do our ceremony, the commitment we're making to one another. Right, that's our attention when we get married. But I'm talking about when you are five years down the road, let's say, or 10 years, whenever the time frame is, um, do we remember our vows that keeps us faithful I think or the, committed. I think the only part that people mostly remember is better for worse, sickness for health, to death do us part. You know, well, just the general line, because you hear it in movies and, and you hear it more often than the whole thing of what you're saying. So I guess you're right. We never took the time to, we're so focused on making sure who's coming and who's going to be the best man, the bridesmaid, the wedding dress, the cake, all the other stuff in the wedding that I think we do kind of lose focus of what are we really agreeing to? What are we saying? I know some people take premarital classes and with those classes, you actually sometimes write them or the, the person actually discuss them with you. But what happened if you never took a premarital class? Right. And well, so even if you take the premarital class and go over the vows, let me give you a case in point. So. You've been married seven years, right? Let's say the wife comes down with cancer and she has to get, has to have a, what is it, a mastectomy? I think that's what it's called, her breast removal. So what happens is now and then all of a sudden the husband goes, you know what, I didn't sign up for this and leaves. So what he doesn't remember or what someone didn't remind him of is the better or for worse, or the worst part of the wedding vow, and they don't, he didn't remember the in sickness part of the wedding vow. So when you took those wedding vows, you essentially made a promise or you made a vow to the other person. Yeah, I know cases, it's say, say the same situation. The wife steps out so the husband won't have to go through seeing her and taking care of her and dealing with that. Mm -hmm. So then, so why do you think, so why do you think she left then? Like, what, what you, what's going through her mind? She doesn't want to put him through the pain or, 
or the stress or I think it's the fear I rather leave than you leave me at my worst. I rather leave now of knowing what I am getting into and have some type of control than I start chemo um, or have once I have surgery and start chemo and I don't look attractive to you or I don't feel good about myself or I'm sick all the time and I'm thinking you, I'm not going to be good enough and you're going to leave me or cheat, cheat on me or whatever it may be. She's thinking he might leave her because of all the stuff she has to go through with the cancer. So instead of him leaving, she leaves. And it's really the fear of, it's the last chance of having control. I rather leave or tell you to leave or push you away than be rejected because something I can't change, something I can't fix myself or do anything with or see that you, um, make me feel worse because you don't like the way I look now or um, leaving me for someone else. I pushed you away. So I still had that little bit of control than you doing it to me and I'm dealing with this, now I have to deal with that. But how do you know that's coming though? Because it seems like to me, as I hear that scenario, that's a battle that you're fighting and he might not even be thinking along those lines. You're right. And it's a fear that in some people it might come and go and some people they never think of. It's just one of those things that we fight within sometimes. And mm -hmm. it could be that example or you know other examples of health issues or different things like that. We want to have some kind of control because we don't have control of our spouse. We only can have control of our actions. So if we push you away, it doesn't it feels like it doesn't hurt as bad so it seems like so it's a battle so that's a battle from the, the person's mind then what they're going through because what's happening is now she in that scenario she's not upholding her vow because uh to try to stay you know to try to push away somebody before they even have a chance to do that right so it's like let me so in this scenario what i hear is that oh let me let me do this before he do it or she do it because i think this is what's going to happen yes so that's that's mm -hmm. a fight in, in and of itself as well and it doesn't make it right it's just we go through that and sometimes we go through it without realizing we're going through it you know that we're doing that mm -hmm. and you're right we're not thinking of better and worse sickness for health sickness or health and death do us part we, we skip that in our in our mind. We say it the day we get married and... Right, sickness you know. and health, not or. <laughs> yeah, sickness and richer. I think it's, is it richer, for poor, richer or poor? And sickness and health. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's vital. But um, yeah, see, that's a, that's a lot of things that... Um, those things there is something that we have to make sure um, we remember it's like because I know I know there's a passage that talks about remember you know like remember the wife of your youth hmm. you know because sometimes as men we can we can go I mean it can be 15 years later and then we see uh, other younger women right and our mind you know so focused on that 
that we look at our spouse 15 years later or 20 years later and they don't look as, uh, you know, might not look as attractive as, as, you know, as those younger women. But the thing about it is that's what they remember the wife of your youth because if you look back, you know, what, would you, what did your wife look like at 20 or 25 versus the 25 year old that you're trying to compare her to today? Right, because, and these are the things we don't think about because the 25 year old that you're looking at today, what will they look like 15 years? Or didn't from have end? three kids, stretch right. marks from the children, stress from life, and different things that you go through, you know, or illness. And you will and go through things. those things, right? Yeah. So those are the those are the fights that you have to, you know, those are the things that you have to try to remember and it's hard too to remember if you don't have something there in front of you but I think you know having that on the forefront of your mind remembering your vows that you made it's like a contract I mean you know, it's like a contract that you sign no no one else I mean no one well I'm not gonna say no one but it's a hard time breaking a contract and you sign it when it's a piece of paper and you sign it and both people agree with it but you're actually saying that I mean you might have some paperwork that you sign when you get married but when you're doing those wedding vows you actually making a verbal contract and that's why you have all those witnesses there but it's not just it's not just for that time only it's for the time that's coming that's when the test happens later on yeah I know in our marriage we renewed our vows I I really don't remember what we said <laughs> yeah we, we had wrote our own you know our own vows too yeah, yeah. but I think it's all we gotta be. I just think we gotta be so careful uh, about romanticizing everything to the point of just feel-good moments, because this stuff is for real. Life, life is for real. It's it's it's, it's real things happening, and you know you got your emotions you're gonna go through. You don't know what tomorrow may bring, and so you have to make sure, I guess, that you well you gotta make sure that you are ready for it. So the basic stuff of the vows will help you keep you grounded, keep you safe. I think for new marriages, I think it's take the time to look at your vows mm -hmm. and, and, and see what you're going to say or what you just said. And for a marriage that's been around for a while, maybe even Valentine's Day is coming up, actually made me make that recommitment of what does it mean to me? What what commitment am I making or I want to make to our marriage? Every marriage is going to be challenged. And just because someone is tempted doesn't mean that they're doing anything wrong. It's uh, if they follow through with the temptations, right? But every marriage is going to go through a test. Uh, Maybe our own doing it. May, you know, it's going to be tests. Um, that's coming from the outside, but be prepared, you know, not to make it sound scary or anything, but um, I think preparation really will save, you know, or benefit you more than not being prepared, right? What does that mean, what? preparation? Like prepare, like I think we need to teach people preparations for life and get away from romanticizing stuff too much because people getting they they're getting they're ruled by their emotions right okay so what would you recommend to prepare that's what i i do i do this with myself daily well not daily but i try to constantly talk to myself 
about the things that I'm facing throughout the day. You know, um, you know, you and I having a real blow up or, or something, and this temptation comes to want to leave, or maybe they find something better. You know what I mean? So I'm constantly reminding myself and talking to myself. That's what I do. I constantly remind, I constantly talk about, okay, remember the wife of your youth. Okay, remember the vows. Oh man, I want to get out of this. Oh, you know, drive me crazy. I want to get away. I want to get out. But if you go back to your vows, this is what you said you would do. You will stick, you will stay here. You will stick through this for better or for worse, you know, and worse. And we don't think about the worse. I, I, I'm trying to remember when we when we got married, was I even listening to the vows? <laughs> you know, I mean, do, do you do you listen, or are you just so caught up in the moment? I think we're so caught up in the moment of this is what's going on that I, I don't think we we do. Like, yeah, I'm getting married. That's so cool. Uh, and it happens so fast. Like, uh -huh. you say this, you say what, and I remember thinking. Okay, am I gonna remember everything he's saying? Yeah. I'm not trying to remember what he's saying. I'm trying to remember the words so I won't look silly when I repeat it back and say something totally different mm -hmm. or forget that I'm not actually hearing what he's saying, but I'm just trying to remember the words long enough so it could come out my mouth yeah, correctly yeah. that um, if you ask me to repeat it back or not even repeat it back, because that mm -hmm. was the whole point, but say what it meant mm -hmm. i couldn't all i was able to do or all my focus was on is to repeat back mm. so i was being a parrot of repeating back instead of paraphrasing of taking it in thinking what it means mm -hmm. and saying it right so and yeah thinking about oh got a reception oh, okay you got, you got to, what time is it you got to hurry up and all that kind of stuff yeah. it just yeah, it's it's uh, it's beautiful. It's, it's you know it's, it's a thing that's done uh, lots of lots of times. And um, but once the honeymoon is over, as they say, mm -hmm. right? Real life kicks in, and and we need to think. And we, that's when we, it really counts. Those vows that we make, the commitment that we make. Yes. That's when it counts. It doesn't really count when everything is going good, when you first get married mm. and you're so in love. It's when you are driving me crazy. I just want to like run. <laughs> I just want right. to. I just want to get away. Or can't we just have our space for a while? You know? I mean, and those are legit. I mean, that's a legitimate point. You can get away for a while. We're talking about leaving the marriage. When nothing has, no, nothing really has been done. I mean, I know there are some things that you know people can do that you know you. It's legitimate reason to leave the marriage, mm -hmm. but I think some of those things that you know people put in there, they add on to it. I think there's only probably what maybe three, four really valid reasons for a divorce. For a divorce, I mean, there's only like it's, it's fewer than we think, but people just add on to it. Now it's a long list. Hmm. As to as the reason why you can get uh, get a divorce, but um, it's it's like certainly you shouldn't be getting a divorce or leaving a marriage because your spouse has gotten sick, or you know there's money problems. You know what I mean? So it's 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 challenging. So and I think a lot of people go through these things, and I think you know we need to be be reminded that you know of our promise or our vows that we made. Now, I remember the last wedding we went to wasn't that long ago, and I saw them so in love, 
And in my heart, I know without a doubt, because they're human, they're going to hurt each other. Mm. They're going to mess up on their vows or say something that they regret mm-hmm. or something misinterpret. Mm-hmm. And it's like they can't even see that part yet. They okay, can't well. even, po- you know, like mm. picture that, that they're so in love in that moment or so, you know, and it's like, that's when it counts. That's that's what you're doing this day for is for those times and say, I'm yours and you're mine forever, mm-hmm. no matter what. So when should you tell a new person that got married? Like, okay, the honeymoon stage is over. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, let's talk for real. No, you know, you don't need to bring up scary stories or anything like that. But when would there be a time to bring it up? Because, I mean, certainly you can't wait until it happens. You do it you know? before they get married. You well, like... I'm talking about before they didn't remember. I'm talking about they've been married. They already got married, right? And time has passed. Mm-hmm. So when, I mean, do you just let people, because I don't, because I don't believe in just letting people, well, you know, I went through it, so you got to go through it too. I mean, I would like for somebody, if if I'm walking down the road and I stumble over something, right, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I shouldn't have an attitude, well, okay, well, the next person, they got to, you know, you know, they got to watch out for it, because what if I stumble, but I didn't hurt myself? That's the whole part of but this the other person, podcast. but other person comes and, and they actually fall on their face right. and hurt themselves. Well, I could I could have put a sign up. Mm-hmm. Or I could have done something. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and so, and that's the whole point of doing this. We've been through so much. Part of it is because we got married so young. Our we were stupid. 20s. Yeah, and we made stupid mistakes that Very we stupid. knew better, you know. Mm. Well, emotions. We're, yeah, and we're selfish. We were thinking of ourselves. Attitudes. Oh, you know, that was a big one. You no, know, it's just yeah. But it's just that that we've been through things that we shouldn't have had to go through, and we've been things that. I don't think couples will. I don't think couples will make it today if, if they if they go through the, the things that we have went you know went through. I, I just don't just into in two thousand and twenty. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, I mean, I, we posted somewhere that we hit the top 10 things that most people get a divorce for. And we did all of them and more, you know. Um, no, you got some stories to tell. That's for sure. Being young, um, you know, we made a lot of mistakes and health issues and um, different things like that. But we overcame them. And because we know I know we overcame it I feel confident that other people can too it's mm. just knowing you can you know and like knowing it's possible yeah but what are but what are the chances of you stumbling over something and you 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 stumble but you didn't end up hurting yourself but the person coming behind you stumbles and they actually hurt themselves or hurt others so they might not figure it out you know what I mean? I mean, everybody that trips over that thing might not end up having something harm to them, but why take the chance? Right. You know? So I think, and we we had offered it many times, is recommend people send us questions or, or um, call us or email us. Mm-hmm. And that way we can hit topics that can help their marriage or somebody marriage that they know. Be real. Be 100% real. Because people are not alone. You're not going through things alone. I mean, every situation might not be exactly the same, 
but no one is going through something, you know, no one goes through things alone. You're not by yourself, even though it looks like it. Oh, I think that's what you just said no. is the most important thing out of the whole thing because every marriage look good until you get into their house. You know, until you see the doors closed and you actually have a real conversation with them. There is no perfect marriage because yeah. there is no perfect person. Turn on those lights and open up those closets. Yeah. Cobwebs and <laughs> skeletons and people don't want them. And a lot of people don't want you to go in that closet. And they don't want to go there. Painful, I mean, all kinds of stuff come up. But So I just wanted to, uh, I, I, just, I just thought that, you know, this was important to, you know, to get inside of those wedding vows, like, you know, you, we say them, but we have to, those things would come, you have to remind yourself later on down the road about where you are, who you married, remembering, hey, this, this is, I made this decision mm -hmm. and let me work here in this decision because you will get tempted, you will face trials and all those kinds of things. And you, maybe you even stumbled and you know, and maybe have to do some repairing. You know, if the spouse will let you repair and stuff like that, there's still hope, but uh, a lot of work. And keeping you know. your head, I'm not going anywhere. Right, because that's what the vows say. Yeah, but that's what just the keep, say. if you if you don't know what else to say, if you can't even say I love you right now. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> just say can't. I'm not going anywhere. I might have to take a break and leave the house for a while, but I'm not going anywhere. Right. Don't pack a suitcase, I suppose. <laughs> so uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the post below or in the comment section below. And until <laughs> next time, this is Joe. This is Linda. With Fighting to Stay Married. Take care. Thank you.